Welcome everyone, and I'm so glad that you made it to another episode of Untold Stories of the Office. And I'm your host, JR. And this is where you hear stories of Black women in all regions and all professions, from the street vendor to corporate America, how we are experiencing the workforce. And yes, I did say experience because it is like no other. So, Today's episode is called, drum roll please, Dining In. Hmm. And so when I read this young lady's email, uh, it was very interesting, um, uh, but it wasn't something that I heard already. But because we have people from all over that like to dip, like a, want a different style and rhythm as to what's going on in the world and from all over the world. So I thought to pick it up, pick this story up. So um, let's start out by saying I ran across this podcast by mistake, but after listening to the trailer, I knew I needed to subscribe. I wanted, always wanted to work and make money and I've been working since I was 19 but mama never prepared me for what's to come. My name is Laverne Kay, and I moved to Kansas City, Missouri in November, 1999. I'm also a student studying for my master's degree in business. I work for a big restaurant train where I live. I've been a hostess for three and a half years. I was promised the manager, assistant manager's position for the last two years. So you've been promised. Okay, you've been promised for the last two years. When I came to the restaurant, I knew where I wanted to be and it was hard to get into this exclusive restaurant. So I started out in the kitchen. The kitchen? Hold up, back back it up. The kitchen? You have a bachelor's degree, you are a master's student and you are taking a job as a dishwasher tell me more i started out in the kitchen as a dishwasher then to the waitress then as a waitress and then as a and then as a hostess greeted hostess slash greeter where i am today but it wasn't a easy transition because people in that restaurant are crazy. Well, welcome to the club. Welcome to the USO club. You are officially in. You've been sworn, tested and tried and tested, girl. Yes, you are official now. So as a dishwasher, my duties would be to clear the tables when customers finish eating wash the dishes and make sure that they are fully stocked with clean utensils for the new customers coming in. As a dishwasher, I was happy. No one bothered me as long as tables were cleared and the front area was stocked with clean utensils. Let me say that all black folks were in the kitchen. Really? Oh wait, (laughs) hold up, wait a minute. Maybe I read that wrong. Until I became a server waitress, I know what you're thinking. Oh, she's saying, okay. Yeah, you do, do you? Why they always got black folks in the kitchen? One of the reasons why I wanted to go into management was to make a difference 
in a customer's dining experience because I know what happens in the kitchen behind the iron curtain. It all began with the HR department that applied that I applied through for the position. Why does it always start off with the HR department? I don't mean no harm or nothing, but golly. Why does it always start with them? Because that is the the HR department is the head, basically almost the head of the company because they're the, they're getting the talent. They're getting the talent. They're bringing the talent to the company to make sure that we are um, uh, uh, serving customers in an efficient and polite way. Um, to make sure that the company makes money. That's why it's always about HR. But I had to ask myself that. What in the world is going on? So the human resources department told me that it was custom for me to start in the kitchen, then apply for the waitress, then put, then assistant manager. Why? I agreed. I agreed to take the job in hopes that I would be considered for the assistant manager. They told me that the dress code was casual with the top provided by the company. Hmm. So I was able to wear whatever I want on the bottom and on my feet. I always dress casual just in case and never out of uniform. So I wore the company t-shirt to work and changed in the bathroom. During my time, as a dishwasher, I witnessed horrible things like dirty kitchen. Oh my God. Oh, dirty kitchen. Food falling on the floor, people coughing on food, and old food being repurposed for new customers. Got to be more careful. Hmm. If you can think it, I've seen it. I've, I've reported to all the managers that I witnessed a server picking up food from the floor, and when I did, all hell broke loose. Oof. I've always had to work around people who were less than professional in dress and demeanor. Oh, one coworker, one coworker wore back out with her boobies, but she ain't say boobies, but I'ma say boobies. She said the T word, but with her boobies showing, well, she had her T-shirt over her shoulder as she walked through the dining area where all the customers could see her to the bathroom to change. And she thought that was in uniform. I thought that was very unprofessional. Another wore a t-shirt, another wore skin tight pants, the kind that shows your skin. Mm. I went to HR. I went to HR several times to apply for the assistant manager's position. Three times actually because they were three positions and every time the position was given to someone who lacked professionalism, no degree, and they were always from the outside, never from within. One of the new hires had the nerve to ask me, and see, I wanna know if these new hires are white or black. That that would be interesting. Especially if they wanna keep all y'all in the kitchen. So I'm gonna keep reading, okay? 
One of the new hires had the nerve. They had the nerve. The nerve, Laverne, the nerve. No, you're supposed to say they had the audacity. <laughs> that's that's a that's our black girls. You had the you got the audacity to sit up there and fix your lips to say, why do you want to wear, why do you have braids if you want the assistant manager's position? Now, this was the same chick that had her boobies out. Oh, okay, yeah. It was the same chick that had her boobies out that was implying that I wasn't professional in my appearance enough to get the assistant manager's position. Girl, bye. That, <laughs> that's Laverne. I'm saying girl, bye. And Laverne saying the same thing. Girl, bye. I almost punched her in the face. No, you can't do that. Don't do that, Laverne. No, no, no. We got into an argument and we were both sent to HR. After listening to both sides, the mediator said that um, the mediator said that I provoked her and was suspended. See, we don't know what happened before that. See, should, uh, Laverne, you're just giving us what happened after. You're not giving us what happened before. Why would the mediator say that she provoked you, that you provoked her? So that's another story. I've always dressed professional and carried myself with the same demeanor. I was starting to feel like the company wasn't devoted to advancing black women to managerial positions. I'm torn between my passion of helping others and my pocketbook. I'm almost ready to tell them to kick rocks. I don't need this. And that's it. So Laverne, the first thing I want to say is, um, why would you want to take a dishwasher's position with a bachelor's degree? Now I know we in the middle of COVID, but you 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 didn't tell me if this was something pre-COVID or post-COVID. So I'm going on the fact that we in COVID. But a dishwasher. I mean, no harm. Somebody got to wash them. Somebody got to wash them. But a dishwasher and a bachelor's just doesn't even sound right to me. And another thing, what type of restaurant was this? It sure it must have been fancy schmancy because you had to start in the kitchen. So did everybody else that worked there started in the kitchen? Is that what you're telling me? Okay, that's another thing. And then I looked up how, about, how many black folks is in Kansas City, Missouri. And it's only like 11.49, black. That tells me that, you know, not too many of us are flocking to Kansas City, Missouri. Not saying that it's not a good, a nice place to live. And, um... You know, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it might not be good for black women because we have to be very careful about where we go. We need to make sure that they're black girl friendly. You know, I'm I'm going to coin that term, black girl friendly. Are they black girl friendly? You know, so um, that was another thing. Like, I, I just didn't understand that. But um one of one of the mistakes that I saw, like, and like I said, like you took a job that was way below 
um, you took a low grade position when you had a bachelor's degree, like you went in there. I don't care if they had gold silverware and sterling silver toilet seats. Who cares? Let me rephrase that. Let me let me let me say that a different way. If you have a bachelor's degree, apply for positions that match your degree. Okay. People tend to leave you where they are. People tend to leave you where they are. You know, like and and, and I'll say that because they um they put you in a position. Um, you come into a position at one level and like they tend to keep you there, especially as a black woman. They really don't want you to. I'm not going to say all, but most of them don't really, especially if you're, you're one that have a mouth that talks like they don't really want you to excel and go to a different position. Um So if they had, um, if you had a bachelor's degree, just apply for something in that bachelor's degree. You know, newsflash. This is just a newsflash. People tend to leave you where you are in jobs. You know, um, they're not going to help you escalate or get to a di different position. So please don't let people tell you, oh, you know, you can climb the corporate ladder. Honey, you're going to be climbing it on your back, maybe. You know, we got to do some extraordinary things to get jobs these days. You know, we're going to be, um, we're going to do everything for everybody in every way. No, no. Hone in on your skill set and stay there. And like, if you want to aspire to something different, then you do that. But please don't let people make you think that you got to climb the corporate ladder in the organization because that's a bunch of BS. Break the damn ladder as a black woman and know your worth. And, and you know what? After that, move on. You did your job so well as a dish, dishwasher. Why would they go to, um, why would they go to, um, why would they even think about hiring somebody else when they have you? This is why I like to cook my own food. I just, I, I seldom go out to eat. Um, if I do eat out, um, I sit close to the kitchen. I want to see what the hell they doing in there with my with my chicken. Okay, <laughs> my chicken need to be cooked thoroughly. You know, a friend asked me, um, "Is it hard to keep your kitchen clean and um, and cook at the same time?" And I said, "No. Empty a pot, soak it, and wash it." So I don't see how hard that is. That's why I don't eat nothing she cook. And when she and after she asked me, was it so hard? I said, okay, here we go. But that is one of the most nastiest things I have ever heard of. Dropping somebody's food on the floor and then picking it up and serving it to them. I hope you reported them to the health department. You know, but on another note, I see where this could have been a problem to management because you seem to be a little tattletaler. You know, to them, they look at you as a tattletaler. And I know as a food handler, um, you got to have your food handler's license, you got these food regulations. Um, but 
just don't let them see you do it. You know, as black women, we always we always got this thing like, oh, I'ma tell her, oh, she gonna know, because I'ma tell her right in her face, I'ma do this and I'ma do that. We gotta stop that. We have to stop that because we don't know. We don't need to tell her right to her face. And this is why a lot of a lot of th- that's this is a lot of times we get blocked because we set our own selves up. The minute you complained to management, the minute you went and complained to management, they singled you out around. I'm so sorry, sweetie. Oh, and please keep everything in writing. Keep it all in right. I don't care if it was a verbal conversation. Sarah said boo to me and I went to Club A and did this, 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 and that. Document everything because they are. They're documenting every conversation, everything you say, everything you do. And when it's time and they feel as though they don't want to deal with you no more, they're going to bring it all up. You're going to be like, I know I pissed at 3 o'clock around the corner and I had a donut. You didn't mention how long these co-workers um, who dress, who was dressing provocatively, provocatively, it's always a hard word for me, provocatively work there. So this is, so this is it. If they're old employees, the HR department knows everything about them and don't care. And they don't want to have those hard conversations with these women about their dress, um, about the dress code. My opinion is that, you know, if you're not comfortable with having these uncomfortable conversations about hygiene, you know, all that, you're supposed to be trained in this stuff. So if you can't have this hard conversation with these people, you might be in the wrong business. But you know what? I'm sure her manager reported her. They did. They might have grinned up in her face. Hey, girl, how you doing? That's a nice skirt. Went right in their office. Boom, 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 boom. And wrote them. They probably didn't write them up, but they documented what they wore. Oh, trust me. Trust me, because you got to know how to play the game. Now, if she was a new employee, then the question is on a whole different level. Like, where do y'all get these people from? Where are you getting these people from? Hell, they ain't got to have no experience. Do they know how to put clothes on? So let me just give you a little of my personal experience. I work for a company. I worked for a company. Um, and their HR department couldn't. It was, the company was so dysfunctional. Sorry for the noise. But this company was so dysfunctional that the HR department didn't have a leg to stand on because um, they were dressing worse. They were, I mean, seriously, when you have to look at somebody's thong all day and they walk around, these are people greeting potential customers or potential employees. When you have to look at that kind of stuff, and nobody says anything or nobody does anything, it's dysfunctional, okay? So trust me, if you come for a job interview and you see a girl come to greet you and her titties is showing, and I'ma say titties, cause that's what the titties, whether they down her ankle or they round her back, they titties. 
So anytime if you come for a job interview and you got to be interviewed by somebody like this, trust me, keep your ears, your eyes and your ears open because by the time you get into this company, you're going to know everything about them. You're going to know they're dysfunctional. You're going to know they have a lot of lawsuits against them. You're going to know that people are leaving the company, suing the company and leaving the company, retiring. They, they don't think highly of the company. So it's a lot of stuff that you're going to learn just by going on that interview. Because if I go on an interview, I look. I look at the way the human resources person is dressed. I look around and see how the people in the office are working. So like if they're if they if they have smiles on their face, if they look depressed, like they're getting ready to pass out or they're getting ready to go back to their cubicle and pull out a gun. So I gotta you gotta look, you gotta be mindful of this stuff. Um because because um these people are not um they're not in a good they're not in a good space, you know, um, because I used to think that, and I don't want to just turn this whole podcast about HR, but she did mention that the two young ladies were white. They never got written up for their dress. They never got written up for their demeanor. They never got written up, but it goes back to HR. And so, you know, a lot of people say, you know, I'm going to HR, you know, like HR is for them. HR is not for you. HR is not for you. The best interest of the company is what HR is looking after. That's why they are in charge of managing the employee life cycle, uh, recruiting, hiring, recruiting, hiring, onboarding, training, firing, administrating benefits. Boom, 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 boom. So that's what they do. And trust me. And, and look, in all of that, they still got to worry about creating a positive work environment. They got to work with the managers of each department to create a, a positive working environment. And I remember the interest of the HR department is primarily aligned with those of the employer, not the employee. Please remember that because a lot of times I get a lot of emails from women that, um, that just think that the HR department is supposed to help them. And when they don't, you can trust and believe that they're dysfunctional. Okay, so, and, and I'm not HR bashing. I'm not HR bashing, please. But you got to call a spade a spade. You can't sit back. I'm not going to sit back and just say, you know, this 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 is the way it's supposed to be. Or, um, no, this is not the way it is just because someone else is behind it. If it's the truth, it's the truth. If it's the truth, it's the truth. So um, Laverne, I want to say to you, and I know I've said a lot, but what I want to say to you, honey, is to please, please, please keep your head up. Keep your feet firmly planted, honey. Because one thing that I do know is that when you get your master's degree, you might want to consider leaving that company. Because if you've been there three and a half years, you already have a bachelor's, and I don't know what, uh, I think you're in a hostess position now. They're not in the field of moving African-American women into those positions. Now you mentioned something about, the young lady said something about your hair. 
Now, if your hair is an issue, um, don't change who you are for anybody. Don't change who you are for anybody. And I say that because once you, if you do that, they know that they got you where they want you. And I say that to say that they're going to continue to throw low that they know that you will compromise your morals and values for money. And see, that's my issue that with, with black women, period. We ought to stop that. We have to stop that. You got to stop taking $20 extra. And sometimes you got to take one for the team. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I said it. I said it. You got to take one for the team. And I say that because when people, when, when they start to see that you are, that you could be easily compromised or that if somebody just throws you a couple of extra dollars, they got you. Honey, that, that's how they got us on that damn, them slave boats. Don't you think that's how they got us? That, that's how they got us. So, shoof. Laverne, thank you for your um, story. Thank you for your story. Um, I encourage you to just keep doing what you're doing um, and stay hopeful, stay prayerful, and stay black. And thanks again. And look, I look out, look out, please look out for a podcast every week, once a week for a new episode. And if you have a story that needs to be told, please email us at untoldstories354 at gmail.com. And don't forget to listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. And peace.